blank witness. Um, yeah, so uh, thanks for having me up here, and thanks for uh, making me part of your church family. I'd like to tell you a bit today about uh, myself, but hopefully I'll show you mostly how it is that God has brought me to where I am today. Um, if you don't know me, my name is Troy. I've been coming to this church for uh, six, mu- six or so months now, and um, really uh, we're my wife and children, we're members here, um, and I just want to talk about how God's brought me to here today. The Bible says to be ready always to give a reason for the faith which you confidently hold. And I hope that by the end of this, you will see the measure of faith that God has granted to me so far. And so I'll tell you the story roughly in order and chronologically. Um, I'll start somewhere near the beginning. Uh, I didn't really know it at the time, but I grew up in Geraldton, a town roughly four hours north of Perth. And when I was young, I was quite academic, excelling at most classes. Um, So despite my keen interest in the hard sciences like physics and maths, I also had a fairly strong desire to explore and explain what I felt to be spiritual realities. This was partly fueled by a school prize, um, which was a book on Greek and Roman mythology. However, back in those days, um, we also had scripture in school and my nana was a Catholic and I pinched her Bible sometimes when staying over. Um, But I treated it with about the same interest and respect as a dictionary. Um, which was to say that for me it was filled with lots of interesting words. Um, Later as a teenager, God sowed further seeds in my life. I had a couple of Christian friends and through that my larger group, we would all spend most Friday nights hanging out with a church youth group. So for most of us it was just a safe and fun place to be and um, we would play games and have long kind of teenage conversations and sing and dance to Christian music Um, DC Talk were one of my favourite bands at the time and I remember their songs with a lot of fondness now. Um, Then we moved down to Rockingham, which was a city south of Perth, uh, so that I could go to university and I was studying computer science. And so for maybe six or seven years between uni and work, I was really just living to please myself, engaged in whatever made me feel good. In reality, I was actually quite empty. Um, I was very worldly and angry and um, some of my colleagues and friends would... Uh, jokingly jokingly call me the ball of fury because I would wind people up and just savage them. Um, I had a bit of a short temper. Uh, So I was in reality very isolated from any real kind of love or fellowship. But in the words of one of my earlier pastors, but God. I was working at Stratco, where I currently still am, and a colleague had set me up with this girl in the admin department. And although she would take the credit herself, uh, since apparently she told him to do it. (laughs) (laughs) Her name was Alison, and we dated a few times, and I was really smitten by her, and, uh, but there were obvious differences. Um, I think in many ways, God was working for both our benefit. She was a Christian, and she clearly felt some guilt over dating me, since she would refuse to tell her parents about me. And this made me really angry. Eventually, however, she called it off and I guess this kind of shook me up a bit. What could she think was more important than romance and young love? (laughs) She felt that she was letting God down and I couldn't understand why this God, if there was a God, why would he care what she or I did? So because I'm so charming, we eventually got back together, but there was this niggling God thing. She gave me her old Bible and asked me to read 1 John. So instead... I started reading Romans. Well, since Romans are like really historically interesting and everything, so 
I remember getting to Romans chapter 2 and seeing, do you think you will escape God's judgment? And it kind of shocked me. And it still does a bit because it's actually addressed to the Christian. Um, but then she invited me to church and so I got in my Skyline, my, you know, my really cool young man's car and drove down there and got a bit of a shock walking into a Chinese service. Uh, wrong church. <laughs> <laughs> so that was pretty awkward. Uh, but I was determined to see what all the fuss was about. So I tried again the next week and when I arrived, I sat down next to Ali. And God ignited in me something that just wouldn't go away. Between dating Ali, I was going to church on Sundays and to a young adults Bible study group and hanging out with Ali's friends, having Christian conversations. And the young adults Bible study group was pretty formative. It was the years of the peak Mark Driscoll influence and he was really good at getting through to young people and his aggressive style resonated with me. And, you know, Jesus was not to be trifled with. He claimed to be God, so he was either a liar or a lunatic or he was Lord. <laughs> God was real and there was a hell and there would be judgment for all who didn't love and trust in Jesus. So there I also started to learn that the Christian faith is a logical, sensible and credible faith. That the historicity of the resurrection especially was really the crux of a set of truth claims that could no longer be ignored. So a particular evening I remember fairly well, one of the pastors at the church running the yabs um, sat down with us to teach us a little about how sermons are made. He was teaching us some basic ideas about how a biblical text is analysed and broken down and put back together and how we can get meaning out of that. We were sitting around at a table and he was asking every person to introduce themselves. Pretty normal, but when it got to me, he asked something that he had not asked of anybody else. He said, are you a Christian? How could I not identify with Christ? Yes, I am, apparently was my answer. And that was a bit of a shock for Ali. We hadn't really grappled with that question, but I didn't feel like any other answer was possible. I wanted to follow Christ, to know more and more and more until I could burst. And it's a question that still applies to us all. Do you belong to Christ? And I pray that we can all know that this is our only comfort in life and death. So I see that God was working quietly in my heart, so quietly that I didn't even really know it until it snuck up on me like that. So Ali's home church was a real blessing to us both and in later years many friends and I would comment on how we'd never seen a church that was so blessed. They loved God and the scriptures and they were taught and they were lived out. So later I received some good news. Ali had said yes to marry me and if you've been coming to the Introducing God, uh, into the Christianity Explored, you'll get that. <laughs> Ali had said yes to marry me, and so we were soon off to Mandurah to start a new life together, and this meant finding a new church. And this was hard for us, uh, for Ali especially, leaving the church she'd been at for a whole life, and for me, the church would have been instrumental in shaping my faith. Many of you may know that trying to find a new spiritual home can be draining and a dangerous experience, but God brought us through into a church that we would call home for the next seven years. Here, God began to teach me that Christians really are a varied bunch. We have strong convictions because we love God, we respect His Word so much and we desperately want to be faithful to that. There are differences that Christians can have that are hard to reconcile and for me that was a pretty big shock because our previous church had been fairly uniform in belief. So here we had some tough times 
had some church conflicts, had some different ministers, and they were all great in different ways. And over the years, I became increasingly aware that we need to be gracious in dealing with one another's opinions and convictions. I was soon called into eldership, and that was a real blessing because I learned about some spiritual realities, some battles that are both tangible and spiritual that are fought in God's church today. And through that, how important it is to love your brother and sister in Christ. Because as an elder, you must see and deal with things that you might not have to otherwise. The grace that Christians can show to each other, it's a grace that the world doesn't have. It's a grace that comes from the cross. And it gives us strength to love others and to want their best when they might in fact be hard to love. So a work opportunity arose and we moved to Adelaide and left it all behind. Family, church, life and the spiritual darkness of church searching hit us again. We were again confronted with different issues and we had to decide, do we go somewhere safe and easy where we can disappear? So we went to a few different churches and doing things differently and I had to decide what was important for me and my family. So six months in, we landed here at Living Word Church and since being here, God has ignited in me a hunger for his word that I haven't had for several years. There's always a touch of the academic, it's just how I am, but his word is really alive again and it gives life. And now I can say that God has led us here so that without our family and friends, we can, know, we can grow in knowledge of him and through knowledge into joy and full reliance on him. And he provides that not only through his word, but through his people. But it's also challenging. I think that's a key part of how God has been molding me over the years to be able to be part of a non-denominational church where we can have some diversity, where we need to be gracious to each other in so many ways. It's not always comfortable, in fact, but it's worth it because Christ and his word unite us. Following Christ is not a silly faith. It's not blind faith. It's knowledge of Christ through his word and living out that knowledge. And so I pray and hope that together we can encourage and equip and spur one another on to serving Christ, setting him apart in our hearts as Lord. Thank you.